up, y'all? <laughs> yes, sir. Hey, welcome back to the Treehouse. This is your man's Andy Man X4, your IWGP champion. What up? Joined, as always, by your intercontinental champion. It's verified. I've seen the papers. Rondo. Rondo. Hey. What up, world? Hey, man. What's going on? What's your... Man, another day in paradise. It's another day. Um, <laughs> My man's is going crazy yeah, on the mic. Because <laughs> uh, we had, we're, today we're bringing you, as always, the wrestling news. You know the place to go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, welcome here in the treehouse. And we just had two great pay-per-views just come by. A week uh, apart. A week apart. AEW Full Gear. Mm-hmm. And then we followed that up with WWE's Survivor Series War Games. Yeah. Which, as Survivor Series rules go, that was not a Survivor Series match. Survivor Series has five men. Elimination. Elimination tag. This war, was War Games. This is one pin. This was War Games. One fall. Yeah. Long as hell, uh, but worth it. This was a uh, callback to the war games that Dusty Rhodes created back in the late 80s, if I'm not mistaken. They kept making references to it during the pay-per-view. Um, I like the nod that KO presented. KO came down dressed in Dusty Road attire, not the polka dots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone knows Spoken. He just no. came out there as a worker, man. Yeah, he came out there with the jeans and the sleeveless tee and the elbow pad. I don't know if people noticed that. I didn't that. catch the elbow pad. Yeah, he had the red elbow pad. So, yeah, uh, although it was Survivor Series, it was War Games. It was Survivor Series War Games. It yeah, wasn't yeah, the yeah. Typical Survivor Series. So, it, it'll be interesting to see if they make this a thing now because. NXT had only done the war games. Yeah, they didn't. This have. was the first main roster war games. That's nice little way of it. could be a little nod as well as saying, like, this is Triple H saying, hey, I have both. I am now NXT and I am now uh, holding, you know, Raw and SmackDown, put them together. This is what mm-hmm. you get. Um, but that was pretty dope. Full Gear was just as amazing. Definitely was. My boys, the Young Bucks came back. Kenny, by God, Omega. Does not disappoint. Does not disappoint. The devil got his due as well, man. MJF, your new AEW world champion. Yeah. yeah. Uh, To say I didn't see that coming would be an understatement. I knew it was going to happen. Didn't know how it was going to happen. Dude, my eyes, the, the way... Like I, I, I had I didn't have too many suspicions about it until the moment Regal stepped in between them during that last promo. I was like, Regal, what are you doing? This is this it, it kind of telegraphed it, but it made me tune in. It made me uh, even like like it really drew me into the match that was going on. But you know the biggest news coming out of this uh, out of AEW full gear. I said the biggest news. Yeah. Jamie Hayter, oh, your yeah. new AEW that. Some shit out of here. Yeah. Women's champion. You don't need no stinking intern. Baby's on top. Baby's on top. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> Interesting story uh being also told there, Seeds Planet with uh Dr. Britt Baker. DMD. Thank you. Um for some reason, uh I don't think it's a secret now. A spoiler alert. If you haven't seen full gear, uh 
slap yourself in the face. Uh, Eddie Kingston told you to buy, told you to buy it. He did. He told you. He, he took like a whole sixty seconds to get that spill out. <laughs> he was <laughs> trying to talk his shit, but he got it out. He did it, Tony. Uh, yeah, but I lost my train of thought. Um, damn. Fucking lit. Uh, we were talking. You were talking about uh, damn, how the pay per view was good. Kingston saying that they you should buy it. Yeah, Jamie Hater. Jamie Hater on top. Um, you can oh, see Britt Baker, Baker. Uh, doing something. Yeah, she assisted Jamie Hater yes. in the victory. Yes, she did. But why would she do that? Because they're friends. Jamie has never turned her back on Britt, even though Jamie has every right, has had every right to do so. And Britt but but my but my girl is loyal, and yeah. she sticks with her friends and. It paid off for her, man. It paid off for her. See, I didn't see that coming. So happy for her. So yeah, happy for Jamie. Sucks for Tony, but she had a nice run. I wonder uh, what they're gonna do with her now. With who? Tony. With Tony? Yeah. No, Tony could still be in. Uh, could still be in the picture. I still like she's just she held the championship and she did really well with it. That just wasn't her night. AEW does a really good job of listening to us. Of gauging our interest, and sometimes they'll drag some stuff on for for a while, but when they get a chance, they, they try to pay it off for us. Like the Young Bucks and uh, Kenny Omega, like the well, the Elite taking on Death Triangle was right. a pretty good example. And it's like, yeah, we're happy to hear like the you get the the big pop of them being like the crowd being excited for uh, the Elite coming down to the ring. You get that amazing uh, fuck CM Punk chat going. Yeah. Like the fans really, you know, showing that they're behind the bucks. But at the end of the day, you know, when you get down to business, this is a tag, this is a match for the titles, and you you can't come in here on day one and think you're gonna beat Death Triangle. No, you can't do it. No. Um, so this cohesive unit. Yeah. So this this uh this best of this best of seven series that came out of it, which by the fucking way yeah. came out of no fucking where, and I know it's a bullshit tactic. Just to get oh. the belts back on Kenny and the Bucks, but that's okay because the Bucks. But they're gonna tell the story of the Bucks and both of the elite having to having to earn it. They're already like what I what I love about. I don't know if this is like happened. Like uh, what do you call it? Uh, ah, God, what's the word? It's not happenstance. That's what I was gonna say. It's uh, gosh, ooh, it's a it's a good one. Not coincidence. Whatever. Um, but it just happens to be uh, that the scheduling for these matches, first they had the first match they lost, Bucks come back. Mm-hmm. Next match they have is in Chicago, right. Punk Country, right. and they knocked that match out of the park. Like, they're listening to the fans and not just going off of like, okay, the Bucks got to win this one now because, That's you know. Nice. That would have been a horrible move if the Bucks won in Chicago. It would have got booed out the building. Oh, man. Um, it was already pretty bad for them anyways when they came out, but yeah, from a booking standpoint, they're on the like they're telling a great story with Death Triangle and the Elite to get like to get this whole thing across. Like even if the Bucks uh even if the Elite come back with the championships, it wouldn't be in a bad way because we've gotten seven good seven great matches out of it. Yeah, yeah. With some storytelling like you mentioned. Yeah. Um what did you think about uh the Soraya match? We were, we were talking about Breaker, uh, uh, Baker earlier. So Ray coming back. What do, what do you think about that match? I thought that they put the right opponent in the ring with Soraya. Um, 
being out of the ring for five years, coming back, having your first match on pay-per-view, that's tough. Yeah. And the one thing we both know. Well, I mean, hold on, hold on. I mean, I say yeah, like I know, but I'm like, no. I, I, I can, I can assume. <laughs> I was, I was just about to say the one thing I know we both know for sure is that being away from something for that amount of time and coming back just like that, you're gonna have some. You're gonna, you know, it's gonna be. A gonna, yeah, it's gonna be a yeah. You think you, you know, you think training, you think you've taken all the bumps you're gonna do, but then. When you get in front of that crowd, you get in front of that live audience, mm-hmm. and you get all these eyes on you. Mm-hmm. You can't you you can feel like you don't want to miss a step, you don't want to miss a beat, you don't want to get too caught up in your emotions to you know miss what's going you know miss your next spot. And I think Tony knew this, and putting her in the ring with Britt Baker was a very smart fucking move. Yeah, because Britt's safe, Britt's a professional, Britt's a money draw, she can hold a promo against the best of them even in the whole back and forth she was having with Soraya I think Britt Baker got her yeah and that's and that's crazy because Britt's the heel yeah but this is all like it's one of those things was like yeah I'm happy to see I'm happy to see Soraya back in the ring but But Britt's over exactly Britt is the person yeah she and Again, she's a like we were talking. We were talking about this earlier. Like she's a Brit is a really like she's safe. She commands the ring. She knows what she's doing in there. Mm-hmm. And for a minute, I didn't understand like when her uh, her that mask where she had with Thunder Rosa for the women's title, like and he bled all over the ring. And yeah. I'm like, that was that matchmaking moment for her. Yeah. And then yeah. since then, I was like, what does Brit do really? Like she has she has my, she has Jamie. She has Rebel. And then what is she really doing in the ring? And her promo, she ain't getting that much. I get, I don't guess she's not getting enough time on the mic, but she ain't impressing me on the, uh, wasn't impressing me on the mic that much either. Against Soraya? No, 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 no. This is before, this is before Soraya. So now, so now when Soraya comes into the picture, I'm like, oh, so this is the Brick Baker everyone's been talking about. It's because. This is the Brick Baker. What you are referring to is Brick Baker was becoming stale. When we first got to her, when we first introduced, she was hot. She ran rough shot over the whole female division or the people that she can actually fight. Yeah. Held the title for a long period. I'm not exactly sure. I want to say close to a year. Yeah, she was she was like the, the pandemic champion. And uh, held it down during that time period. So you got to give her kudos for that. Yeah, and, and again, that's, I guess by then she, again, had gotten, you know, like, kind of gotten still in the product by then uh, for her anyways and just like that's when I'm coming in when she's like already on her kind of way out you know mm-hmm. yeah no Britt Baker is definitely one of the four pillars like that's why they was like she took yeah, your spot, spot. <laughs> she was holding it down man like no one else could on the mic in the rain nobody else <laughs> but uh so this brings us to the acclaim uh, everybody Swerve. loves the acclaim. Uh, yeah, for the <laughs> yeah, that just happened. Like, man, what a time! Like, again, what a time to be a wrestling fan. It's having the acclaim take on Swerve in our glory once again for the tag team titles. Again, another group, two wrestlers who got themselves and their gimmick over. 
wasn't really catching on in the beginning grew on me. The Susan Me Daddy ass? Uh, I noticed during uh, Max Caster's raps. Ah, okay. He does, um, I forget what they call it, but he raps about shit like current events, literally shit that happened that week, that right, day. Right, right. So I thought that was pretty neat. People started, you know, feeding into that. Uh, I got hooked during the storyline with Billy Gunn and the Ass Boys. Yeah. Because I'm a Billy Gunn fan. Yeah. I always have been. But when Billy did the, we call it the big show turn, like two turns and fucking less than three weeks type shit. Don't know what you want in life, man. You just didn't know what he, you didn't know what sons he wanted. But when he linked up with the acclaim after his uh, boys turned on the boys, <laughs> he adopted the acclaim. <laughs> the one, the most over thing in AEW right now. I'm trying to think. Yeah, is the scissor me daddy ass? They actually sing, "Oh, scissor me daddy." Oh, scissor. Take it easy. Take it easy. <laughs> but yeah, like that shit's over, and they got that over. Yeah. They got them a shot at the titles behind that and earned the win. Like, hated to see them take them off Keith and Swerve, but. Yeah, and Keith, and, but Swerve and, Swerve and Keith, man, they're, they're their own anomaly. Like, that story has to pay off big. We were talking about that earlier before we started yeah. recording. Keeping uh, whether or not to keep the uh, whether or not to keep swerving our glory together. So this is what my take is on the situation. I was saying, if you're going to keep keep Keith Lee and Swerve together, we just saw from the uh, Rampage segment that they had a conversation. And it was a conversation held off camera. What I was saying is, from this conversation, what I believe has to happen, Keith Lee has to come back a monster. A monster in a way that we have never seen. Maybe back in early NXT days, but I need him to run through his opponents because no one's big as him, no one's as agile. And we've seen him turn that monster on and off when necessary he, he turns up he powers up i think that conversation swerve has with him is to open up his mind to the fact that he is an unstoppable force and with him at his helm there's nothing that they can accomplish if you notice the shit's been falling through because but, but swerve has to win the idea is they have to win yeah by any means by any means. Keith Lee hasn't and seems like right now he doesn't want to cross that line. But because Keith Lee doesn't have to. Keith Lee hasn't been in the position where he has had to fight out of the corner. And and I would agree, but the thing is they've been losing. So if what you've been doing isn't working, you switch it up. What happened in my honest opinion, I think Swerve recognized that and tried to change it up assuming Keith was going to be down with it, but Keith wasn't. And he, he, Okay, you're saying in, like in the midst of the match, uh, this is where uh, where is it? Where Swerve has gotten the guardrail 
and it set it up against the uh and set it up against the uh edge of the ring to use yeah okay and 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 what's crazy keith lee ended up going through that uh going through that guardrail yeah swerve sets up the swerve sets it up but uh but keith lee knocks it down now there's a moment in the match where swerve tries to hand him what was it a belt or a hammer yeah, he tries to hand him a weapon some kind of weapon he goes for it and he's trying to he's trying to tell keith like we gotta do it man you gotta hit yeah, him with it do it hit him hit him and then keith's telling him like nah, nah. push him off like nah, nah i'm not, not doing, doing it. it we got you know get it together and then swerve slap the holy piss out of out of keith lee open hand slapped him like a mother does a child that got caught cursing at church boy clean across the mouth all lips I I, I, I want to set the thumbnail to keep this in mind. I want to set the nu- thumbnail to Keith Lee getting slapped. I know what the image is. Okay. They have it on A. They have it on AEW's Instagram. The slap, the impact. He doesn't look like Keith Lee. I tell you that much. He does not look like Keith Lee. He looks like Chris Tucker. Damn. Um, but it's a uh, damn. Ooh, but yeah, Keith Lee just says, you know what? Helps Anthony Bowens up. Mm-hmm. Pass him on the back. Walks out of the ring and leaves Swerve to fight for himself. And I'm happy because Swerve actually got some offense in, got some pretty good offense in before finally, uh, you know, getting beaten by the acclaim. Now, I think what Swerve was trying to do was fire Keith Lee up. Grab one. Yeah. Uh, but it didn't work because Keith that's, doesn't want to cross that line. That's not fire. You don't fire me up. I've seen to slap me. We you know just, for a fact we, we've seen tag team out. partners do it. This ain't this ain't the what do you call them? Um, Viking Raiders. The Viking. They, this ain't the Warrior Viking Raiders. Raiders. This ain't the the what do you the the, the Bludgeon Brothers. Yeah. I right. don't good. you go around, Brody. Shout out, Brody. R.I.P. Brody. Oh my God. The, the stories I hear about um, him slapping Eric Redwood and, oh, him, and him being just like you know what? No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> you slap me too hard, man. Yeah. Them niggas that that used to terrify me. It's like. They love each other. They're brothers, and they hitting each other this hard. Yeah, I, no, I wish you dare. I wish you dare. God damn it, that's not yeah. how you fired me up. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, but yeah, that, the acclaim. Like, there's a story happening with the uh, with serving our glory, and I'm happy. Like, I'm guessing the next thing to happen um, will be uh, coming up. There's a lot of wrestling coming up. Uh, ROH, uh, Ring of Honor, they're having their final battle. Uh, Wrestle Kingdom's coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wrestle Kingdom 14 is on yeah. its way. Um, but more so uh, about the Ring of Honor show, uh, the Ass Boys will be going against uh, FTR for the ROH titles. And I'm guessing that coming out of this is going to be the acclaim going against the Ass Boys for the AEW titles. I think that's going to be the next storyline coming out of this Ugh. while uh, Swerve and Our Glory get their thing together. Well, what about FTR? If FTR wins, why don't they get the shot? Well, let's think. If if FTR wins, we we switch it. We switch it to to Swerve and them going for the uh, for the ROH titles. And um, like I said, now Boy's going, you know, going for those. Hmm. I can see it. Because I mean, the ultimate goal is to put all the gold on on FTR, but I don't think the acclaim are ready for that for that battle just yet. No, no, no. All right. Well. Before we go any further, let's go ahead and pay a couple of bills. Ah, yeah. I know keep we, these lights on. Yeah, we went a little long, but I mean, these pay-per-views was off the fucking meat rack this week. 
Yes, they were. And when we get back, we'll talk a little bit. We'll talk more about the Survivor Series card, and then we'll compare compare uh, compare contrast. See where it really comes out. Which which story is up on top? Yes, yes, y'all. You do. Be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it is I, Andy Man X4, and I just want to give you all a warm-hearted thank you from the 773 Podcast. We really appreciate you guys being continued listeners and for your continued support. So we'll do our best to give you all the most exciting wrestling news and weed reviews. Till then, let's get back to the action. And we back. Yeah, 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 yeah. Y'all know where you are. You're in the danger zone. 77C, you in a treehouse, baby. Okay. Uh, <laughs> with your man, once again, Andy Man X. That's right. And Rondo. Rondo. You know what it is. We're hitting up the uh, re- You Are in the Treehouse, the place you come for wrestling news and weed reviews. But you know how you get in, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keys I... to the castle, bro. You got to. How tree to get in? And if you don't, you're not. Sorry, we don't we don't do that here. All <laughs> right, no contact. You can stay downstairs, get a contact call. We'll be okay with that. But if you're trying to come inside, you gotta have tree to get in. Yes. Um, so what you smoking on, bro? Uh, I actually got some fucking Italian ice. Ooh. I had some cherry pie. That was okay. Cherry pie is. A- Cherry pie is pretty dope. That's that's actually what I'm having here. Yeah. Yeah. Cherry pie is pretty dope. Nice uh nice smooth high. Very focused high for me. Yeah. Gets me in the go zone. Yeah. But uh you know what else gets me going? What's that? Survivor series. Hmm. War games. Segway. Yes, sir. And this one by far and compared we were talking about AEW full gear earlier, and now we're back at uh and now we're talking about Survivor Series. Like we said, it happened to a week apart from each other, and oh, we forgot a match in full gear. Which one was did that? We, did we talk about Mox and MJF? Yeah, we talked about Mox and MJF. Oh, okay. Yeah, we good. Okay. We caught them. Sorry, guys. Oh, oh. Um, but what is this? The uh, the men's and women's war game matches. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Like the the women's match started the show chaotic. Both in terms of the match style of like just weapon spots all over the place. Right, right. Um, and the chaos of the colors of there was like all the ladies had on their own, you know, had on their own gear and stuff. So it's kind of hard to sit, you know pick out who's who. But overall, good match. Have fun. For sure. Like, For sure. If it's uh, if this is gonna be the first match to get like the pops to show off and get the you know fans you know get the blood going and warm up if you will, this yeah. is it. Like the story, like not too much story in it. Uh, you got damage control and Bianca and friends, uh, basically, you know, having a little back and forth. We got only the best part about this whole ordeal is that uh, Becky's back. Then Becky showed her ass in this match. You son of a bitch! All right, he put me in a position. I'm gonna play devil's advocate. Uh, first match on the card: women's war game, five versus five. Yeah. A lot of a lot of botches, you know. And you I ain't get, wrong. I get, I get it. You ain't you wrong. You have to. You want to? It's only five matches on the card, maybe six. Mm-hmm. 
you want to put them spaced out. Yeah. It had to start the show because it didn't have a strong enough story at yeah. this particular time. You don't put Roman in the beginning of the show either. You kill it? The hell you can. Oh, my, yeah, my yeah, apologies. He is at the head of the table. You know why? I don't want to get into it just yet, but Roman had a chair in yeah. his cage. Yeah. I've never seen it before in War Games history. He was the only one. All right. Head of the table. He's the only head of the table. <laughs> And there you have it, head of the table. Um, but women's match, yeah, you said it. a lot, a lot of botches, a lot of miscues. I, I want to like, I want to say it was because like maybe uh, one particularly like uh, one uh, wrestler, Eo, Eo Sky, she had a rough night in my opinion. Uh, yeah, to say the least, that's for damn sure. She, she. I text you. I text you like. During the third botch, yeah, and I was like, "Yo, keep botching shit, bro." I get your girl. Hey, look, man, <laughs> it's I. I don't. I can't say too much. Like for like, I can't really advocate. Like you know, to say like it's okay because I we we've seen her live in, at a war games, and Eo has been to this. Like she's been to this. You know, to this game before, so she should know. You know what's be doing in the ring, right? And it just seemed to me that maybe. Like, I'm really reaching here. But I'm like, maybe the ring is too big for her, and her little body can't do all the moves. That <laughs> get like, it's like a baby running around with his little his little nubs. I can't do all the things, but, <laughs> but it looks nice to try. It's it's. Eo had her like that. Eo had a rough night. Had a rough night. Yeah, definitely did. But I could see your point. Definitely yeah. see that. Uh, I love the like that. But the best part about the whole match was Becky. Uh, Becky was amazing. Rhea was amazing, and for different reasons. Count <clears throat> but uh, uh, what's that? The cake's done. That should be a that should be on the soundboard. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna take a poll. Cake's done. Uh, cake's done. <laughs> 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 we're, all right, oh. all right. Let me write that one down. Hey man, we're taking we're taking uh, we're taking no slide here. Yeah, I want to uh, know this poll. I will not let you forget because I'm sure that it's one. That the audience needs to participate in. Yeah, it's it, it it's in regards to Rhea uh, Rhea Ripley's attire. We yes. need to I we need to know in the treehouse. Yes. Are the cakes done? Yes. See, right. for some strange reason, Andy Man seems to think that the cake's not done. Like, and and to his point, there was. In the beginning, in the beginning of the match, <laughs> when she first entered to the ring, we laughing because it's so fucking. <laughs> when she first entered the ring, cakes, cakes didn't look, look done. Cakes look done. Cakes look done. But what I'm saying is, is that them cakes have been photoshopped, bro. It was a fucking live. It was a live stream. Those, those cakes are shopped. Those are shopped cakes. on a video. <laughs> They they photoshopped cakes on a video. They, they moving live. It was live. Her her cakes. I promise you. I promise you. Those cakes are shopped. Who okay. was she face to face with? Was it Becky? Yeah, or nah, nah. She was face to face with somebody, and we both saw it. You said the straps was too high. I said yep, no. Uh, the cakes done. Cakes not done. Cakes. cakes are, yeah, we're gonna figure that in the polls. We're gonna put that in the polls. All right. Mm-hmm. So look out for the uh, look out for that. Make sure you comment. 
Uh, oh, and um, but what was it next? Uh, the men's uh, war games match, match yeah. of the night. Oh, for sure. You want to talk about uh, AJ Styles and Finn Balor or the triple threat? Because AJ, their match was, it was more filler. It didn't seem like it because of the long story that they had. The mm-hmm. one thing I can say about it is that during the match, there was a brawl on the outside. So the OC, Dom, and Damian Priest all brawled out into the audience. So it became a fair one-on-one. Okay. Uh it was a lot of back and forth. AJ was actually working over Finn to begin with. Uh, Finn was trying uh, tactics, psychological tactics. Come on, AJ, we're brothers. Okay, like what's the, yeah, I'm thinking like, what's the story going into this match? So originally, Finn was trying to get AJ to join Judgment Day. Wow, he's pressed. He wanted AJ because he got tired of seeing AJ lose. And you know, ever since Finn got with the Judgment Day, they turned their shit around. Hmm. AJ didn't want to join, called for backup because Judgment Day kept jumping him. Here comes the OC. Ah, I see, I see. So they kind of been going back and forth about, uh, well, well, Finn is like, you know, you guys keep hollering Bullet Club and OC this, and I was the one who started the club. Right, it's two head of of these clubs, OC and, and Judgment Day. And they're, they're battling out to see who's the, uh, you know, which club is better, I guess. They could have did a three-on-three, and I don't know why they wouldn't when it's a Survivor Series. Yeah, that could have been the traditional. I would that have got that be the one traditional uh, Survivor Series exactly. match. That at least would, like, it's not a five-man, so it wouldn't be as long, but you still get the sense of what a traditional uh, Survivor Series match or Survivor Series was. Because I believe this was a pretty lengthy match. I think it went, like, 20-something minutes for sure. Yeah, I mean, you got, I mean, you have Dominic of all people. You got Luke Gallows. You got Luke Gallows and a, and a, Dame, not a Damien Pisa, Dominic uh, Mysterio right there. Then get the first two easy falls within the first two minutes. Yeah. Because right. I, because they both are not the best of wrestlers, is what I'm saying. AJ, uh, <laughs> AJ ended up picking back up the momentum and getting the victory um, with the phenomenal forearm. Phenomenal forearm is back? Yeah, but I do not think this rivalry is over because after the match, there was a kind of stare down and some words exchanged in the ring while Finn was kind of like sitting in the corner. But after that match, uh, if I'm not mistaken, it was re... The Shotzi match? No, the Shotzi match. Yeah, that match was like seven minutes and it was exactly what you thought. Shazi versus Ronda Rousey, BS. I don't like Ronda in the WWE. I don't one, like her. One and a champion. half star. One, uh, one and one half star. She's a horrible worker. She did a lot of moves that I didn't think looked safe. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Uh, she, tell, she tell, does, the, tell the tell the fans how you really feel. She don't care about the sport. Like I, I, I she don't care about the fans. Why would we care about her? She's literally just here to get a check. If she's not doing this, what else is she doing? She lost two, like her pride is shook. That's why she's not going back to the MMA or UFC, wherever she was. She lost them two matches in a row. Shot. Tried to come to WWE thinking it was going to be her saving grace. No, we don't want you. You're fucking poser. Get out of here. Yeah. And then to talk shit the way she did and we still have to deal with her. Like, fuck out of here, man. 
I take this shit seriously. Like she doesn't belong. I don't know. I I like to think that uh, in the beginning, uh, under Vince, yeah, absolutely. Rhea, I mean, not Ron, uh, Rhea. Ronda did not want to be there. She didn't look like she cared too much about what was going on at all. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, she's just there because she's a celebrity face. You know, she had she's having a, she's having a kind of shitty run in her uh, in her professional fighting career. Let me go ahead and do something a little bit safer. You know, try and diversify my bonds, maybe. You know, right. Um, and so you have her in this position now under triple h she seems a little bit more enthused she's a like they put her with uh with Shayna baszler which is really good i'm hoping that they you know end up having that match come down the line come down the pipeline but having Shayna, who seems like she's actually having a good time even though she's not the typical you know not that she doesn't fit the you know women's wrestler mold right right um to have her somewhere around the picture with Ronda Rousey, if I got to deal with Ronda to get to Shayna Baszler as champion, okay. Yeah, I mean, they got her <laughs> at the top of the hill, so if Shayna's at her side, you got to get through Shayna before you get to Ronda. Yeah. I don't know how long that fashion faction lasts, but it was definitely spoken about. God, his hair is pressed. <laughs> so, I mean, that's something to look forward to, but outside of that, this match was... Oh, two thumbs down. Yeah. Um. Uh, does that bring us to War Games? Triple threat. Does this bring the triple threat? God damn it! We'll run they had a the... lot of stuff in between here. I'm like, get to the good part. Get okay. to the good part. So get to the good part. The triple threat was Bobby Lashley versus Austin Theory versus Seth Freaking Rollins. Absolute for the United States title. Absolute Seth Rollins. Um, Matt started off exactly how you would think. The three men are in the ring. Bell rings. Bobby grabs Austin, chucks him over the top rope. Wow. Now it's Two Seth and Bobby. One. Yeah. Stare down consists. A little words exchange. Austin gets back up, tries to get in the ring. Seth hits him, knocks him off the apron. Uh, yeah, Austin getting screwed early. Yeah. Austin theory. I don't know. I like him. I like him too. The, the character change works. Yeah, the character change definitely helps out. Didn't like his ring gear tonight, but bring back the long boys. Um, the, the, the bring back the long boys. Uh, the character arc, the no nonsense attitude that he's now presenting. Yeah, the power and force in his strike, the compassion in his promos. You can tell they're going to push him. Even if he was just a Vince Project in the beginning, I think he's earned that slot now. Yeah, made it believable. Yeah, they they Vince might have picked him up off physical appearance, but I, I believe he definitely has the charisma and everything to back it up. Yeah, I mean, but we're seeing it now. I don't I don't know if he had. I didn't have too much. I didn't watch too much of him on uh, of NXT, but no. when him and Johnny Gargano and him when. Uh, the way starts to be a thing, which was Johnny Gargano. Um, what's her name? Uh, his wife, uh, the Pixie. Candice LeRae. Candice LeRae, um, Austin Theory, and there was the one lady. Her name starts with EJ, I think. Um, she ended up with uh, Dexter Loomis. Okay. Yeah. Um, but they ended up being like a really good story. They just got the show. Like you, uh, what I was getting to was uh, that Johnny Gargano, Johnny Wrestling, and 
you know, uh, Austin Theory basically sat, he got to sit underneath that learning tree. Right. Surrounded with like other people like Tomato with Candace Champ, too. Yeah. 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 He's yeah. With these really good wrestlers that lo- that know how to tell a story in the ring, that know how to can, you know, they can, you know, have that intensity in the ring and the ring knowledge, man. Come on. That's yeah. Johnny Gargano right there. Yeah. Definitely with a bigger body and a stronger physique. Yeah. If I must say so. So yeah, uh, this match was probably what you would expect. A couple of near falls, uh, people breaking up pin attempts. Yeah. Uh, everyone got a slight opportunity to turn up. Yeah, I love the spot with uh, Bobby Lashley and a goddamn double hurt locker. Yeah, that was that was nice. Yeah. Uh, it was a lot of teases to the pedigree mm-hmm. uh, and to the stomp early on, but. Uh, towards the middle of the match Seth started to gain momentum uh, was able to get uh, both of the other opponents down and you know a little shaky yeah then it kind of started to break down but you noticed everyone was going for the signature or finishing move yeah you know how that big spot goes I want my finisher spot and yeah. I can't you know I got a T you know how it goes so Seth hit a stomp Seth actually ran over jumped oh, off yeah. Austin Theory's back to stump Bobby Lashley that was a great spot right there uh, Austin Theory got up and tried to throw Seth out but Seth reversed it and tried to throw Austin out mm-hmm. Seth went for the pin and I believe Bobby kicked out Um, Austin comes in grabs Seth Seth gets Austin to the top rope somehow for that damn Falcon Arrow? Uh, definitely. Sue flexed him from the top. Yeah, yeah. Picked him up for the Falcon Arrow. Got the delayed suplex in there. Bobby Lashley, or as Brock Lesnar calls him, Bobby <laughs> Lashley. Bobby Lashley. <laughs> he uh, hit him with a spear, but it wasn't, it was a protected spear, so he hit him off to the side. Yeah. But enough to hit him to drop Austin. And Austin happened to roll over to hold on. That's again. That's that. That's that ring. That's that technical uh, mind of Johnny Gargano working right there. Yeah. Like you don't a, a move like that. I could. It was done to perfection. I love the the, the psychology of like uh, Seth Rollins running off of Austin Theory's back to hit the stomp on Bobby, the bigger man, mm-hmm. instead of, and then going for the uh, Falcon Arrow off of the uh, off of Austin, who's like you know the kind of the the sleeper, you know, the underdog in this match. And then the way he ended that with that spirit, just holding on to it at the end for the three count. Bobby never saw it, almost rolled himself out the goddamn ring, man. Um, and now we have Austin Theory as the new U.S. champion. Two time. Two time. Youngest, man. Yeah. Youngest man to do it. This man is on his way. We are looking at the future of WWE. Absolutely. And it's like at this time, I think this is when I actually saw it actually saw the shine that maybe this kid really can't hold it. Maybe he can't hold the, uh, carry the torch for the U.S. title, carry the, you know, carry the brand here. We tend to not respect when the organization force feeds us their hand-picked individuals. Yeah. Even if they're good. Because they're too soon. We don't want you to tell us who to like. We don't want you to tell us this is a good guy, like him. This is a bad guy, boo him. Like, no. Like, that shit's been pretty much dead since the Attitude Era. 
They just try to keep it alive. Yeah, you got to you have to let the per like you have to tell that story through the you have to tell the story. You have to let the story simmer. You can't automatically say, okay, simmer down now. You can't automatically say, okay, we're done with this. Do this now. Simmer down now. It, 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 oh, 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 oh. Uh, yeah. But it's like, um, it's really, it's really hard to do that. Like, you got to let the story play out. You got to let the wrestlers do their job and let them tell what story they want to tell because they know what they're doing, man. Just let them do it. I, I got two dates in mind Royal Rumble and WrestleMania. Those two dates are important to me for this reason. I believe that Vince is finishing out the last of Vince's bullshit stories and you know he's cleaning up shit tying up loose ends. Mm-hmm. I believe come Royal Rumble we get the full fledged start of the Hunter Hearst Helmsley Ray, regime. I believe because a lot of stuff, you don't, you know, he he dropped what he could. He got rid of what he could right away. He changed some stuff, but you you can only do so much without fucking everything up. Yeah. The reason things worked the way they did is because of all the returns that he had back. Excuse me. He used that as leverage to get fans back because he brought back people we were waiting on. Especially like Mia Yim, she really did her. She really did her thing out there tonight. I didn't. I was not expecting her to uh, do like to show up as well. But I mean, she's been here before. She's been in NXT. She's been on the main roster before uh, with Retribution, so she knows how to do the dance. Mm-hmm. Um, it's again. It's just a. It's just a time for them to get a chance to show them again. Like Tommaso Ciampa, even as Triple H was coming into uh, coming as his own. Tommaso was still dressed as uh, as uh, the Miz's uh, kind of lackey or whatnot. Right, right. And Tommaso Ciampa, to his credit, was doing that role. Like Tommaso was able to like convey in the back who he was, but then come out there on the uh, in the foreground in the ring and like really show who he is and who out there. Um, but yeah, what do you think about both shows? I think it was good. We didn't do the last. Oh, God match. damn it. So, God damn it. with that being said, we're going to take a quick commercial break. Uh, if you need to, grab another wrap, you know, breakdown, roll up. I'm about to pour a little more in this cup. We're going to come back and we're going to close out with the men's war game match. It's a banger. My God. Wow. Douchebag move, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we back. Shit. This nigga. <laughs> what up, y'all? Welcome back to the Treehouse. We would like to thank you for sticking with us this long. I am your co-host, Rondo. 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 Uh, here with Andy Man X. Yo, Andy, quick question. I got a question. 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 Answer. Who's this on the birthday line? Just kidding. Oh man! Oh, yeah, that's gonna okay. Happen. So check this out. That's you, gonna... you good? I, I swear to God, I, I hate. So it was person's birthday. Uh-huh. I mean, I mean, mine's coming up pretty soon, but that's this is it's not about me. Um, it's definitely about so him. I was thinking though. It's definitely him. Um, the birthday line song. 
And the song's just been in my head the last couple days, like the last couple weeks, honestly. Mm-hmm. Just just there. Just, yeah. just tap dancing in the middle of the night. Sammy Davis Jr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a good song, and they don't do it anymore, and they should. They really should. It's, it's, it's a good one. It's a good one. Um, now, I forgot what I was talking about originally, because oh, yeah. I'm Damn. super lit. I had it, and I tried to hold it, but... Damn birthday line song. I swear yeah. to God, it's really just been there. Oh, I, I'm back. I got it. Uh, I got a question. And this is one of those hypothetical that seems to drive a wedge between individuals. Okay. I feel like we will come to the same conclusion. But the question is, and uh, I'm sure we'll be able to derive a bunch of different scenarios from this one aspect of the question. Hyping it up. You get access to a time machine. With this time machine, you are able to do whatever you want, whatever you need. It's yours. You're the only one with it. You are the only one that has the patent, the copy, the instructions. It's gifted to you and only you. Okay. The catch is you must go back into time and kill certain uh, world nemesis when they're babies. Done. Would you kill baby Hitler? Done. Baby Osama? I don't give a shit. <laughs> what about uh, what okay. about my man? Here's uh, the thing. Here's the thing. I go back in time. I know what you become. All right. Right. This is this isn't me going. This is not me in the middle of your teenage years being like, you know what, you gotta go. I I have seen your future. It is not bright for anyone. So you're out of here. See? Now, what happens after that? All right, that kind of fucking sucks for the rest of us. That was a scene in Deadpool too. Do it. He went back in time to kill baby Hitler, and apparently it didn't sit well with test audiences. So they went back and changed it. Why not? Why? Why? Why not? Why not do it? I guess people feel some kind of way about killing babies, man. Okay. But yeah. anyway. But I mean, but if I can't kill him as an adult, okay, if it's okay if I kill him as a teenager, is that is that, is that still okay? No, I don't think. Shout out to the shout out to the guy who uh to round over uh, little Hitler. <laughs> no. Okay. Cool. That's where we stand on that one, guys. Killing babies is not okay. Like killing babies is never cool. But killing your opponent in the war games match is the only way to win. Oh! I was waiting on the opening. Oh! I was waiting on. Oh, the that was that was good. I was, you, you assisted me, sir. What he got the pull? Pull for the segue. <laughs> so, the final match of the night for Survivor Series War Games. War Games was Kevin Owens. Drew McIntyre mm. and the Brawling Brutes. That's right. To go up against Solo Sequoia, Sami Zayn, Jimmy and Jay Uso, Roman Reigns, your tribal chief, the Bloodline. Oh man, what a goddamn match that was. The reason this match was as good as it was, and I will go on record by saying. 
I'm tempted to give it a four out of five. I'm I'm willing to give it a four or five. I, and here's why. I in here. Oh, well, wait, well, yeah. No, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I'm excited because this this match is really good. Yeah, I, I was gonna say when you consider the stories, how things played out over time, week after week, little seeds sown here and there, the animosity, Jay being jealous. Um. I was interested in seeing how this match would play out, especially with the addition of KO being added to the opposite team. Um, <clears throat> just put Sammy in between a rock and a hard place. His best friends on the other team, but his family has been holding him down. Uh, the bloodline have given him a place to be. You know, they, they've taken him in outside of Jay. Right. And, I mean... The Bloodline's position and Sami Zayn, it was a great story going like going throughout the entire match. The the way they started out oh, yeah. by having uh having Jay go into the ring first. Yeah, Jay started off the match. He started off against uh, Butch. Um then the Brawling Brutes got the next pick. Uh Rich Hollins came in. Right. And then at this time, when it was time for Roman to send, like for the next uh, Ridge Hollins, I'm sorry, I yeah, said Ridge. Ridge. Uh, when it came time for uh, for the next member of the Bloodline to come out, uh, Jimmy wants to run out there, but Roman stopped him, pulled him back. No, Sammy, go help him. Sammy looked dumbfounded because he knew exactly what Roman was doing, but did not think it was going to work with Jay. What Roman did was forced Jimmy to sit back and have Sammy and Jay team up together for them final, what, four minutes. So, them two had to work as a cohesive unit and it was was, was sus in the beginning. Can you two coexist for five minutes? And you're right, like, going into the match beforehand, like, just watching a match, didn't know anything about, like, the two segments that happened beforehand. Um, um, but the, um, <sighs> what was it? Um, crap. Hit, hit me up with another one. Um, the way, yeah, that Sami Zayn had to go out there and help out Jimmy. Uh, had to go out there and, and help out uh, Jey Uso. Mm-hmm. That the way it was just uh, Jimmy having to sit back and watch the Sami Zayn turn my best my new buddy. I thought we had each other's back and all that. Is my buddy gonna turn on my uh, on my brother? There's so many stories going on in the bloodline by themselves. Yeah. Like as those five people just work around each other, and then have those five people have another match with these other five dudes was just extraordinary. And the storytelling continued on during the match. Yeah. Sammy took his time getting to the ring because Jay was down. The Brutes were standing there waiting on Sammy to get in the ring. Jay got up, threw Butch into the corner. Rich attacked Jay. With his back to him, Sammy then rushed. Yeah. And now he's attacking Ridge Holland. So Sammy is willing and has always been willing to work with and help out Jay. Yeah, he's always been there for the bloodline. What happened is, Jay don't want no fucking parts of Sammy. 
at this no moment, moves, he no he heard what he heard. He saw what he saw. He approached Sammy like a man, and Sammy lied or withheld information. But what Jay saw was Sammy talking to Kevin. Jay asked Sammy if he was talking to anybody, and Sammy lied. Yeah. So he can't be trusted. So I can see Jay's point wholeheartedly. No, no fucking judgment here. But where I do pass some fault to Jay is during the actual match because now we're we're on the same team. Yeah. There's no time for the bullshit. Yeah, there's well, no time for the strife. And uh Jay's the hothead. We've established that. Yeah. Right hand man. Um <clears throat> it was touch and go because I knew Jay was not fucking with Sammy. What was tough was when Jimmy did finally enter the ring. Yeah. Uh he tried to bring peace between the two. By the way, Drew McIntyre came in third for the Brutes. Yeah, and having Drew out there was pretty cool just because the Sami Zayn cost him to uh, have a cost him a match uh, with Roman. Um, but it was just more so of like a, of a cool down between uh, between that. But having uh, having Jimmy and Jay just like having Jimmy in between Jay and uh, Sami like, hey man, plays the same role he's been playing this whole time. Like y'all two need to chill out. We end up, we have a match right now. We're on the same team. Yeah, Jimmy, cool out, Sami. Chill, man. To the point where they can't deal no more. And you got and you cut back to Roman. He's just like just looking disgusted, man. Fucking annoyed just, by this shit. First of all, first man in the history of war games to yeah. ever get Let's, a chair in the cage. Let's talk about it. And not as a weapon, as a fucking chair. He used it as a chair. The, the head of the table sits at the he sits in the cage. Unbothered. Shout out to Paul Heyman, by the way. I not too long ago found out that the red garb that Roman wears around his neck is the same garb that Umaga used to wear to the ring in the late 2000s. R.I.P. to Umaga, uh, one of the great Samoan wrestlers from that lineage. That family uh, never ceases to amaze. Never ceases to amaze. Like, so it's a cold when he, when he finally got into the ring. Oh, this man is a real life human Pitbull. When they got introduced, yeah, the bloodline all congregated together. Solo walked away from the crowd, stood in front of his opponent's cage, just and just stared. Just, just looked him at him. Up, he didn't say nothing. He didn't move. He just stared, and that was kind of intimidating. Yeah, like he, he's the very strong silent type never says shit during promos the most yes, I've heard him say is I acknowledge you my tribal chief that's what he has to say um, he gets it done in the ring man yeah he came through wrecking shop sizing up against former champions Sheamus yeah. McIntyre KO like had a great had a great selling between him and KO in the center of the uh for sure in like, the center of the uh they built the, the, the fucking same like Solo, the only reason he didn't have a run in NXT like that is because he was always destined for the main roster. Yeah, you, they had to get him to the bloodline. Yeah, no need for a title, no need to hold one long enough. You know, we'll give you one to show that you know you're worthy of having one, but we getting you right up there where you need to be, champ. So yeah, Solo comes in, does work. 
Absolutely. But then, then KO comes in. Things get a little weird. Well, this is what we've been waiting on. Because now KO's in the ring with Sami Zayn. These two have not come to blows. uh, Not so much as laid a finger on each other, but just more so blank stares and exchanging of words. Right, so they, they have these, they have these uh, little <clears throat> moments. moments in, yeah, yeah, moments in the ring where you're just like, I see you. Is this what you want to do? So when KO gets in, somehow they manage to go another, I want to say good 10 minutes, 15 minutes all together before Sammy and KO came into actual contact or face-to-face with each other. So I, I really appreciate it and like that. Those two were the story for the War Games match. We got wrapped up in the Jimmy and Sammy thing. But the whole story was Sammy Zayn and Kevin Owens. Kevin trying to get Sammy to flip and us seeing what Sammy was going to do. What I love the most is when Roman got into the ring and they build him as the champion as they should. Yeah, strong. Man in. Last man in. Strong. He comes in, three moves. Couple slaps under the chin. Couple Superman, Superman, Superman punch. <laughs> couple spears. And everyone's down. Yep. Every, we gotta do a lot. He laid everyone down with the first slap. Everyone got a slap and laid down. <laughs> uh then it kind of broke down. They started taking advantage. At one point, Kevin Owens and Roman Reigns are now face to face. They get to go on the blows. They're throwing them back and forth, back and forth, hey. back and forth. Uh, Roman goes for a Superman punch. KO ducks. KO goes for a stunner. Roman pushes him off. Roman turns around. Boom. Superman punch. Gets him down. Now Roman's charged up. Think he'd get ready to go for the... Ooh. Ah. Goes for the Probably spear. Wild. KO blocks. Hits him with the stunner. Oh no! I think he kicked him first. Yeah. No. no, no. He popped up, power bombed him. No, 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 no. The stunner. It was a stunner. He popped up, power bombed him first, though. He did. Yeah, yeah. You don't think so? Oh. You don't think so? Oh. You can put it by the mic so the speaker can pick it up if that's what you think. So right now, what's happening, podcast land? Andrew believes. <gasps> Okay, so what happened is Andrew just called me out. He believes what I'm saying is fabricated. Uh, usually, we press that button when we know someone's full of shit or they're trying to pull a fast one. I honestly believe that... That the pop-up power bomb happened. Yeah, I believe it was a pop-up power bomb into a stunner. I believe... What happened was because because this is going into the uh into the Sami Zayn inter, uh, interfering right all right, right before. This, this is the finish right, right before we're at the finish we okay. can fast forward to no, it no, if no, you no, want. No, no. we can we can but you can go ahead get 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 on that but here's what I believe would happen mm-hmm. uh it was Sami Zayn hitting uh like you said we had that that back and forth sequence of reverses for the spear and the Superman punch but Sami Zayn not Sami Zayn Kevin Owens hits the stunner that's what I believe it was. And Roman Reigns is down. We got the ref. One, two, and Sami Zayn stops the referee. 
doesn't hit KO to break up the pin. Stops the referee. Now that brings to the question: Does this cause a disqualification? Because uh, you're not supposed to come in contact yeah, with the ref. You don't, you don't hit the ref with the officials. Yeah, the officials got their own little paycheck. Um, but I thought that was great fucking storytelling because all through the matches they were breaking up pins jumping yeah. into each other yeah. you know how it go a lot, of, like, them, lot of jump pulling people the off himself. Yeah. Sammy, Sammy. Yeah. avoided KO and refused to put hands on him if he could avoid it that entire match Yeah. so for him to grab the referee to prevent him from counting the three that's a, that was definitely going to be a three and that shows something about Sammy and KO. Yeah. That KO can get the job done. At that KO, moment. If, if not for the bloodline. At, at that moment, I was afraid that Sammy was going to do something to assist KO in defeating the bloodline. Mm. Excuse me. I don't know if it would have been purposely done, but that's what I assumed was going to happen. I'm happy that it went the way it did because towards the towards the end, after after uh, Sammy has stopped this move from happening, uh, Sammy then uh, he lays into he gives um, Kevin Owens a low blow. Yeah, and that's what starts the spiral. And and you can see in Sammy's face he's fucking broken. Because because uh, Roman's like now he's looking at Roman's like. You know, I got your back. You see what I just did? Roman's looking at him. He's like, Roman gives him the nod. Gives him the nod. And there you go. Haluva kick. Never have I seen Sammy move that fast. It's probably been about a year and a half since I've seen him move that fast. Reversal. Superman punch. And with that Haluva kick, KO was out on his feet. Sammy called him, held him, looked at Jay, and offered up a sacrifice to the bloodline. Later. Up, 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 ladies up. and gentlemen. That is how gentlemen. it happened. That is how it happened. Rondo, Rondo. I was right. Into the stunner. Into the stunner. Yeah. So we're watching the replay right now. Andrew called me out thinking I was bullshit. There it is. Yep, yep. There it is. I got it right. There it is. We were just calling back to that moment. Okay. So. Sami Zayn lays out KO. Jay at the top rope goes for the splash. One, two, three. You got your match. And the winners of the men's Survivor Series War Games match is the Bloodline. What happened was Sami Zayn saved that match, turned his back on his best friend, his best man at his wedding. And like, he solidified his spot with the bloodline. And people like to say, like, is Kevin, you you aside yourself with Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens has done this all the time to Sammy. Sammy is has always been the kind of good guy in this whole thing. Sammy's one always getting done wrong by Kevin Owens. Sammy's the baby face. And now Sammy has stood up, kind of yeah, he's stood up for himself, really. It's like, hey, these people are my family. It was about time. These people are the ones that took me in. Whenever you take me in, you treat me like shit. Sammy was hurt by that move in the beginning, but after they got the victory, oh, the man. tribal chief opened his arms to embrace Sammy Zayn because he's seen the pain, he's seen the hurt, and he wanted Sammy to know, you're good. I got you. And that embrace 
made me feel emotional. Not wanting to cry, I was super uh, excited and ecstatic because Sammy proved himself and he earned the respect. What made me possibly could have well up was when Jay rushed him and gave him that big ass hug. That was long overdue. When Jay, when Jay hit him, man. Yeah. I was like when like when they hug like when they embrace I was like yeah, yeah that's it that's it and that's I it. we have to learn Sammy and Jimmy's handshake bro that shit it's is so simple but I, is it is it Bing 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 yeah, in the no, shoulder yeah it's so simple okay yeah we gotta start doing that that it shit is. looks so cold to me the way they do it like they be mid conversation and just yeah yeah because oh. that's why because it's that damn simple oh yeah I'm sorry it looks cool Sammy Sammy Z uh jimmy oh man like we're gonna have to take that take that, that take whole, that that whole ending sequence of like look at that the emotion and the happiness the elation in sammy zane's face after being embraced and taken in by the bloodline says it all man and with that the show came to a close yeah they like in this this is like this is definitely one of those moments man this is like they knew they did something great in that ring that night the bloodline stands tall like elevates this whole this whole story to a new level like what yeah they could do anything with the story now sammy could go on a fucking tear he's he he's got his squad he's got his faction he's got his family i mean does that is like i I don't, you know what? I, I'm gonna be satisfied with that because I don't want to know what's gonna happen next. I want to be satisfied with this right now because this is this is big. One this thing is really big. One thing we've known about Sammy our whole wrestling lives, or since being introduced to him, he sells the character. He gets the gimmick over. Yeah. No matter what you give him, he gonna make it pop. Right now we're watching the embrace by Roman and Sammy. The fucking audience, the crowd went nuts. But it was nothing like the embrace. Let me get us a little audio. Nothing like the embrace from him and Jimmy. Just had to put this on quick because this was a this was passion right here. Listen to that crowd. That crowd went nuts when Jim uh when Jay hit Sammy with the hug. And again, when Sammy got turned up, like, yeah, give me a hug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I couldn't help but get loud and yell. Yeah, I couldn't help but get excited. Sammy earned that, man. I love it. He fucking told a story, made it work, made it worthwhile. Man, I mean, he ripped his shirt, man. He the ooze. He the ooze. Sammy Uso, fool. Yeah. That was a hell of a fucking match, man. All right. Great job, man. Yeah. Great, great job, all the men. There place. you go, WWE. I believe this is Hunter Helmsley's second pay per view or PLE of being Maybe in charge of, and put on a hell of a match. Okay. Um, and my thing, well, like my, my my biggest draw from this, like these both of these shows did a great job. Like the Survivor Series War Games is like a big show that ends like it ends like a pay per view supposed to. Uh, gives us the next story that's going to happen next. AEW did the same thing. They did a great show with a, with a hell of a lot more matches, but there was progression in each one. Like, you see that these are new stars. That's game. the one thing I like. Each match that AEW did put on has some type of collusion, a c- convoluted story to it. Yeah. Pardon me. Yeah, like, there's there's ongoing. You got to get, get through the best of seven series. 
You got Wardlow of two belts now. Uh, going into uh, going into what is it? Final battle. Right, right. Um, the acclaims, uh, the acclaim story. That everything is going forward. There's stuff to come out of it. Meanwhile, with with, uh, with WWE, what they've done is they're putting stamps like this is the end of this story. The brawling brutes, uh, McIntyre, like the whole Sami Zayn not being like being on the outs with the uh, with the bloodline. He is now finally accepted. So there, like we have like we have a stamp at the end of that. And we're going to see what's going to happen next. Right. All right. So with that, we've concluded the recap of AEW's Full Gear and WWE Survivor Series War Game. When we come right back, we're going to wrap up the podcast and uh, get y'all on y'all merry way. Appreciate y'all for staying tuned in. Love y'all for that. It's never been a better time to be a wrestling fan, y'all. Right back. Cool. And thank you guys so much for coming in and watching us here and uh, tuning into the Treehouse. I have been your boy Andy Man X4. Uh, you can find me over at Twitch uh, by the same name. We're going, uh, we're going ham and uh, God of War Ragnarok. That shit is the best. Tune in, <laughs> check out. If you don't miss me, if you miss me live, uh, be sure to check out the clips and uh, check out the highlights. Follow the channel, share the channel. Really helps out a lot. Appreciate you guys tuning into the Treehouse there. Yes, sir. And Rondo, Rondo. Rondo. You can find me on Snap. Uh, look me up under Ronnie Doe. That's D-O-U-G-H. Doe like bread. Bread like money. You know. <laughs> uh, I'm also on Twitch and PS4 streaming uh, sporadically. I'm doing WWE 2K22. I'm doing NBA 2K23. Looking good. Uh, thinking about jumping into some Uno. Oh, because oh, because with the camera we can get busy. You know what I'm saying? He's the reason I got it. So yeah, we're we're getting that all lined up too. I'm also on on Instagram. Good look me up, Parnell underscore Shuttlesworth. Parnell underscore Shuttlesworth. That's S H U T T L E S W O R T H. And I'm on Twitch in the PS4. By the way, uh, under Yo mom's homie. That's Y O underscore M O M S underscore H O M I E. Yo mom's homie. Uh, I mean, I'm just trying to be. Just, I just like to be comfy and current. All right. <laughs> All right, y'all. Thanks so much for tuning in. Yeah. Appreciate y'all. If you like what you're hearing, subscribe, share, let your people and your friends know about us. We out here for Andy Man X. I'm your boy Rondo. Thank you for tuning in to the Treehouse. We gone.